Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Left jab to the chief. Oh, he's in trouble. Good be in trouble. Welcome to the Clicking Balls Podcast. This is AFL Round 15 Wrapped. My name is Heath, and the first question I ask every week is your highlight of the week. So, Brenton, have you got a highlight of the week? Well, I mean, some would call it a highlight. It's a matter of perspective, really. Um, I thought I'd throw to you first, considering you told us you haven't got one before. Yep, I've, I've, I've called an audible uh, on the line. So, here it is. It's not really such, so much of a highlight. Well, it kind of was for me because it's hilarious, but I mean... Dude, I work with so obviously work weekends at a at a craft beer bar. That's why we have a beer of the week. Yep. Um, which is which today will actually be the Omnipolo Ice Cream Pale Ale, which is Omnipolo are a, a Swedish brewer, but they don't have their own brewery. They're called a they're supposed to call a Gypsy Brewer, where they just go around to all these different breweries around Europe and brew beer, and then sell it out of there. So hang on, yeah, hang on. we so call that squatting, don't we? Yeah. So they wander on, say, "Can I borrow your vat? Make some drinks. Yeah. Sell it off, and then fuck off. Uh, start a bonfire out of the doors and stuff, and you know, punch <laughs> out of the windows. And it, it does seem know, like um, seven kids in there too. Seems like those shady toy dealers that come around Christmas and put up a little booth in the middle of the mall, and then when the toy breaks, you go to go. Hang on, this didn't last more than an hour and a half. They're gone. Well, that, that pretty much is how it works. And uh, I don't know if they still claim like um, all the facilities on tax or not when it comes to the end of the day. But <laughs> I'm, I'm guessing they don't pay much tax well, anyway. Yeah, well, they, they brew all around Europe. So it's not like it's just stuck in Sweden. Yeah. They're in Norway, they're in England. They're like all across the, the sort of continent. So what's it called again? Ice cream pale ale. All right. So I, I want some with ice magic. Yes. Well, actually, funny enough, they had a, they, we had a, like a release of about seven or eight different Omnipolo beers. And um, one of them actually put ice cream in, made a made a spider, a beer spider. It tasted absolutely amazing. Yeah, of course it did. It, it was a stout. It was like real, was like a marshmallowy stout. But um, this particular beer, they made the, and they're very famous for their ice cream flavored beer, which does legit taste like ice cream. But also they did a lemon meringue pie, which legit tastes like lemon meringue pie. <laughs> Fucking insane! So it's like someone's taking the piss here. Uh, fucking, yeah. uh, what's he? I was going to say Charlton Heston, but that's not his name. Fucking Heston <laughs> yeah, Blumenthal. Heston Blumenthal. <laughs> Charlton <laughs> Heston <much>. Blumenthal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much is that sort of approach to beer. Well, it's the same except it's just in a shot glass. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that works. <laughs> and um, so yeah. Anyway, uh, you mate. Takeovers, yes. And the mate, um, obviously, we had an Omnipolo takeover. Uh, very high percentage beers too. So pretty much the ice cream pale ale is six percent up to 11.1% for the, the highest stout. So people just don't respect the high percentage beer. So people get hammered really yeah, quick yeah. and don't want to accept that they're hammered. <laughs> and so when it's busy like that, it's hard to monitor everyone else. So they'll get mates come up and buy beers for them and then you just don't really know who's really fucked up and who's not. I find this astounding. Usually drunks are very reasonable and easy to deal with. Well, yeah, they must just be the European ones because uh, the Australian ones are cunts. <laughs> um, so anyway, uh, just so happens that our manager is away at the moment. And the assistant manager or the other manager who is on wasn't working that night. So it turns out I'm manager that night. <laughs> um, so, so during the night, we had someone um, throw up on in the toilets. We had a guy piss their pants and leave their jeans outside. <laughs> and and also... Just airing them out, was he? Coincidentally, we're a dog-friendly pub. So um, <laughs> you can bring dogs in the premises. Oh. And a dog actually shat outside oh. like next to the tables and whatnot damn. very very stinging cleared out the whole area oh, damn it. I thought you were going to say that uh, that took care of the vomit and the piss you well no it? but I did take care of the vomit and the piss I delegated to uh, <laughs> to to the new guy who had to actually clean up piss vomit and shit all in the one night well you've got to have your cannon fodder did the trifecta yeah. and I was like thank fuck you know what I'll help you out. I'll mop up at the end of the night. You, you can count the tills. <laughs> You've looked after so, the babies. Yep. I'll take the photo. He's given himself an extra $100 tip while he's out there. He's <laughs> so, like, fuck it, I've earned this. So it's kind of a highlight for me, but a low light for the poor bastard that had to clean up piss, shit, and vomit in, all in one night. It's a pretty good trifecta to have on your resume. He's going to go to aged care after this and be grateful. <laughs> and be leading the pack. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Josh, you got a highlight of the week? Well, it's hard to go past uh, our old mate, uh, 
Jeff the Hornet Horn. Oh, we've been on him since oh. uh, since I discovered his name after the final bell. Yeah, back to him since Sunday afternoon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Late Sunday yeah. afternoon. <laughs> Very <Yeah>. late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, never any doubt. Uh, as soon as the judges read that scorecard, after I th- yeah. rewind they and re- re-read I, it and re-heard it After it had been retweeted and, and everything. <laughs> then oh, I thought, yeah. oh, you know what? I've always been behind this, this lad, Jeremy yeah. Horn. It's not yeah. Jeremy, is it? No, well, Jeremy Horn was the old school yeah, martial artist. I, yeah, yeah. I fucked it up intentionally. Yeah. That's all right. Keep going. <laughs> yeah, um, look, uh, Manny just uh, didn't quite have it, which is funny to say because he almost knocked him out in the ninth. But uh, Actually, I haven't seen any of the fight, but I did see a little bit on the news just then. And they showed the part where the ref went to them in the corner and said, mate, I'm calling the fight. You're finished. He goes, no, 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 we've got it. He goes, all right, you need to show me something this round. Yeah. And the ref wanted to call the fight, which... Really, I think that means you've called the fight. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Didn't. And uh, you know he's world champ now. So, well, he did have a good, uh, good amount of octagon control. <laughs> well, that's like uh, me saying to someone, you know what? You just need a, a glass of water first, and then I'll serve you a beer. Yeah, yeah. like you ain't getting that beer. Yeah. Get a glass of water and get the fuck out of here. Yeah, you, you, two things are happening: either you are getting this glass of water, or you're getting turf. Yeah, <laughs> actually, remember? I don't know if you watched the uh, Mayweather-Pacquiao fight. Uh, it was pretty much a dance. Yes, uh, two counter punches, sort of running around, playing ticky touch butt, whatever. Uh, this was not that. Uh, our mate, uh, the Hornet, just came forward every step of the way. And um, Pacquiao, it's a pretty decent counter puncher, probably one of the best of all time. And he was lighting him up. Uh, yeah. But the thing was, the Hornet goes, Well, I can't beat him on counter punching. I'm just going to keep going forward. And he did keep pressing the pace. Uh, I think the refs respected that, or the uh, judges. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Really respected the fact he was willing to aggressively hit his hands with his chin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if you saw the the uh, media today, and he's done all media, and so he fucking should. This is his day. Why wouldn't you? Uh, he is fucked up. He can't yeah. see out of one eye. His nose yeah. is about three feet got wide. Stitches all over his eyebrow. Uh, but but he is a winner. He's a world champion. He's got the belt over Manny Pacquiao. And in the contract, they have a contractual uh, rematch. rematch. It will yeah. not be in Australia. In Manila. Yeah. Good luck with well, that one. Um. He, I. Everyone has got, sort of got the opinion that boxing is fixed. Uh, if it were, this would be a brilliant fix because no one was going to watch Manny beat up the Hornet. Uh, I think most of the US uh, haven't been on him as long as we have because of the time difference. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they were like, who the fuck is this? I guarantee you they're going to watch the next one. But also, there are a fuck ton of Filipinos in Australia. So yeah. I expect this to be a, pretty much a Manny Pacquiao home fight. Yeah, oh, it's packed out with 90,000 Filipinos in the stadium. Brisbane was packed out. Like that, a massive stadium. It was yeah. a brilliant Sun, atmosphere. Suncorp Stadium, it was. Uh, yeah. Oh, really? Now, Damn. like I said, I know nothing about boxing and I did not watch the Let's fight. Let's pretend at all. you do. But all I heard was every Australian said, yep, he won the fight. <laughs> every other person said, uh, yeah. he got lit up. Yeah. He got beaten. But, you know, oh, he, he runs seven out of 12 rounds. But yeah. it, Look, well, may you say you know nothing about it. Uh, neither does Steve Smith. Uh, the thing is, Steve Smith is paid by ESPN to commentate the fucking fight. Are you oh. serious? Yeah. He, not not the cricketer, obviously. Oh, okay. I was going to say, I, I knew the, they were the unemployed, basketballer. but geez, he's moved on fast. <laughs> um, he normally commentates NBA. But, um, oh, it is a basketballer. Well, it's in the US, so I don't know. Yeah. Might have been. Anyway, he's playing um, for the Heat, yeah? He, yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. know. But uh, anyway, he literally uh, had not known anything about uh, Horn, which... Uh, it's understandable if you're a layman, but when it's your job to commentate for one of the major sporting uh, news medias in the world, I reckon you can probably bust open Wikipedia in an ad break, yeah? Yeah, but I mean, also... So, so I've seen Dermot uh, Brereton commentate the equestrian at the Olympics, so well, I'm saying it's not confined to one sport, is it? <laughs> the UFC have just signed yeah, a no dog to be special <laughs> commentator of uh, their, their new... Yeah. Uh, Contender but that, series, but that's fucking uh, that's ingenious. Yes, that it is. is. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna have Snoop Dogg and Joe Rogan high as fuck commentating UFC, I'm in. You reckon, I'm in. I reckon Joe's gone. I'm in. Yep. yep. He's like, I'm, I'm back. back. I'm, I'm doing like Fox shows. I'm uh, doing the special contender. comments. Edgy bra. <laughs> do, you think, do you think maybe Joe was out? He's like, nah, I'm like, bro, I'm not gonna do it this year. Not gonna do it. He's like, we get Snoop Dogg with you. He's like, oh, I'm in. I'm fucking in. I just like to see the word of the contract to get Snoop Dogg to sign it. It'd have to be like Snoop Dogg, Elise. No, it'd be just like... It'd have to be a big print. It'd be a piece of paper that just says, yo, yo up. And he's like, yeah. Full shizzle. <laughs> um, my highlight of the week, I'm actually, I'm going to work. Work's my highlight of the week. Really? Um, I, uh, Are you staying this end, time? End you of financial year. motherfucker. Uh, this is week three for me. I got a 3.5% pay rise. I earned that bastard. Yeah. 
I'm just wondering which 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 job you're going to claim is your fifty uh, percent tax break on. <laughs> you turn up. You've got and, three to choose from. You've got them shaken. You turn up and uh, quit a job after a day, and all of a sudden they're all fucking worried. Yeah, you treat them mean. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> it works. Treat them mean. You treat them like <laughs> Watson prostitutes. It's the Mayweather theory. Like <laughs> um, all right, let's go to the footy, and it started off in very ordinary fashion on Friday night with uh, Sydney getting up by six goals over Melbourne. A shocking game. Six goals was flattering to Melbourne. To well, yeah, it the, was awful to watch. The lead-in for Melbourne was pretty rough too. I mean, when uh, some of their B-listers were out on the Terps getting fucked up drunk. Yeah. yeah. Um, the lead right from Bug was awesome though. Yeah. <laughs> well, we'll get to that. <laughs> um, look, there was also a fair bit made before it that, you know, Watts is out, Hogan's out, and I think Garlett as well. Yeah. Um, and they're coming off, you know, six games, in, or sorry, Three games in eighteen days or whatever, yeah. but that was shit from the get go. Yeah, like the we were tired is no excuse because they were awful from the get go. Yeah, it mm. seems like they're almost that young squad that has done really well and then started patting someone on the back and then start failing. Yeah, almost started, like almost like the Bulldogs after yeah. the grand final. Yeah, the young they, kids they believe their hype. Yeah, and it seems like yeah that sort of that that hard work. Whereas you almost when you don't believe in your teammates, you have to do everything yourself because you want to win and obviously the the competitive spirit kicks in. But almost it's like, well, if I don't do so much, then someone's pick up the slack. It's going to be okay. Yeah. But when you kick 11-19 too, like the Swans could easily have reversed yeah, that. 19-11 yeah. just blown yeah. away. One stage they were two goals, 13. Yeah. Or something. Yeah, well, like, they were 1-8 in the first quarter. So that's go. where they, they went behind. Yeah. Uh, if that's 8-1, the game's already over. Um, okay, so Bug. What, what else is there to say about it, really? I mean... He cocked a bloke on, right on the chin yeah. the week after Basha Hooley's done it. Yeah, look, it wasn't the worst punch of the weekend, so... No, no. no. <laughs> uh, the only thing that's in his favour is the fact he's not six foot seven, 110 kilo. Uh, if, if he was that big, he could have damn near Barry hauled someone into oblivion. Um, it's it's indefensible. He's, yeah, he's got really about he's, it, yeah. It's as bad as what Barry Hall did. The only difference is he's smaller. He's just not as good at it. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's almost liable in a civil court. That's how bad it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? You can't just stand up, face on, and punch him on a football field. It's not I'll how tell you what, up. how fucking cheeky, though. After the game, he goes up to Mills and offers to shake his hand. Well, what, what else can you well, do? Yeah, what you, else can you do? You've got to do something, and if he wants to slap you one back, then, yeah. you know. Actually, and that probably would have been... Imagine if that did happen. Like, he gives him one after the after the siren. Probably the worst thing you can do in football. You reckon the tribunal would have gone, yeah, he won't get as bad. He's a good bloke. <laughs> good bloke defense. <laughs> but uh, it is that one. Like, if you do shake the hand on the field, and obviously... You have to do something, but it is more telling about what you do behind the scenes when no one's watching. So I would hope that he got in touch with him afterwards and made sure he's all right. I'm sure he did, but I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, he walked up and punched him. He He punched him on the chin. What happens on the field can stay on the field when it's stuff that should be happening on the field. Yeah. Uh, if you if you get a hard hit or something in the in the spirit of the ball over the game, that's one thing. But you know, turn around and fair on clock a bloke. Well, that's why I think we should have, like, forget AFLX. We should have off-season AFL MMA, yeah. where you settle the scores. You know, that way there'd be no controversy now about Barry Hall and Brent Staker. That would have been in a, in a cage what, and sorted out. Bully beatdown. <laughs> yeah, almost, almost I can see style. Mayhem Miller coming out. <laughs> Actually, he and uh, Ackermanis get along fucking famously. Yeah, and, and Warhammer... Oh, no, no, he's no, no good. <laughs> not War Machine. Yeah, coming out for a long time. No, quite literally. Yeah. Um, Buddy was... Uh, really just on fire in, yeah. in the last few weeks um, but in this game there was just no answer for him well even with that he could have done better yeah he like, could have I mean he, he was, was quite in, inaccurate especially uh, early on he yeah. was in a canter like, he had the game by the throat if he wanted it and he just kind of went ah we're not trying to win uh, the championship here we're waiting for the finals it was always going to be the questionable part of the Demons game plan was that if that gets passed enough back they're in big trouble yeah They've got no back line that's going to be able to defend Benny, uh, uh, Buddy. And if you put Peterson back, then you're obviously short yourself in the ruck. So what are you going to do? Maxi Gorn did all right. Yeah. Um, but it, the way they handballed the ball through the middle. And, yeah. um, and I think that uh, Maxi's ruck work was great, but he has shown more that um, with ball in hand, he's, he's not as good. Yeah. Yeah, he got caught up. Uh, I think almost times. Melbourne played a, an Etihad Stadium style of football instead of an MCG almost, style of football. Yeah. Uh, it's good for the Swans. Yeah. Yep. You know, we've, we've said before that uh, some players get 30-plus touches and you think, where the fuck that come from? Yeah. Uh, Parker was not that. He, nah, he, he, had, a, he had uh, a blinder. Probably the best game I've seen from him. Yeah. And I can't really put your finger on how the Swans turned around. Like, it was just like a uh, almost a, 
and autonomous gelling together. Yeah, it, that's ex- I think that's exactly what it was. But, I mean, with their early 0-6, they were unlucky at times. Yeah. Um, and when they turned it around, they were lucky at times. Yeah. So uh, it might be just it. It's just yeah. literally, literally a rub of the green, bounce of the ball type of thing. Yeah. Because no way should they have beaten Essendon. Like, yeah. And Tigers gave them a six-goal yeah. um, handicap and... No way should have that come back from that. But at the same time, they lost, you know, to uh, the Bulldogs early on, and that was extremely unlucky. Yeah. Um, so it's just, I think it's just a evening out. Yeah. Mm. But it does sound too like um, they might have started with a certain game plan and then abandoned it because, uh, like Longmire was saying, he, Stuart Jews was the one in charge of throwing Sam Reed uh, behind the ball, behind the ball, and turned out fucking famously. And you know, it's well, pretty, uh, pretty ballsy to throw that. Kudos to Stuart Jew when he's going to be in big demand. Yeah. Uh, well, around now, end of the year. Yeah, um, I wonder whose idea it was to play Tippett and the Toos. But anyway, seems to be working. <laughs> All right, on to Saturday. Uh, Bulldogs and West Coast. Uh, a fairly <coughs> decent game, but geez, have the knives come out for the Bulldogs again? Um, they really need to do something to turn around because. Uh, all the premiership hangovers. And I, I've said, the good thing about a premiership hangover is it starts with a premiership. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, this defence has gone to, gone to shit, hasn't it? Yeah. And I mean, I didn't really expect much else from the Bulldogs. Like, I didn't expect them to be guns from the start of the season because yeah. last season was not an anomaly, but they hit their, their peak when, the, when it mattered. And that was like getting fit people on the field and also having a game plan that suited the opposition you're coming up against. Yeah. They're the seventh best team of the comp that yeah. just happened to play best in September. So when you average it out over a whole season, this is... About how I expect them to be, you know, fighting for those like uh, four to eight positions or five to eight yep. positions, and you know, struggling to get there, but having that that sort of um, be able to weather the storm and get there in the finals. See, this is well worse than I expected them to be. Uh, as evidence, Petrie, eighteen touches, one goal, two, but he had eight marks and five tackles. Played well, plus a, a bunch of hitouts. Two That's... in a row. It's a shame you get dropped next week for Kennedy. <laughs> <laughs> You kind of have to, like. Uh, but this is the best game I've seen him play in the last four years. Nah, well, last week was better. Nah, this one was better. Yeah. Even last um, week he got four, I think. Last week he was just about best on ground. But uh, yeah. I tell you what, the, the match winner for this one was uh, Nathan Vardy. Who yeah, would have thought? Absolutely. It? Yeah. He took some big marks and kicked the big goals late um, at everything in the last quarter. And in red, in red time, he was brilliant. Yeah, that's what they need. That consistency in the forward line with someone like that to be able to step up. But does he do it next week? That's going to be the real key. Well, I wouldn't say it's consistent all game, but in in the uh, crunch moments, he was a monster. When, when it mattered, yeah, yeah, he was uh, unbeatable. But yeah. that's always been the, the the criticism on Stringer was that not consistent enough in forward yeah. lines and things like that. So, um, and I tell you what, uh, Pelly too. Obviously, he's got all the talent in the world little bit lazy you know yeah. especially when you go to the games and you see it sometimes he just hangs back a little bit yeah. um, back in the day Jared Ruffhead was exactly the same like yeah. even at warm ups he was the last yeah. one running and the slowest one yeah. um, he didn't have to do if there was work he didn't have to do he didn't yeah. do it he didn't get done <laughs> um, and you know just his raw athleticism and talent got him through yeah. I see a lot of the same in the bond although yeah. he's got more talent well yeah, he's exactly. got Ruffhead there with him the other Ruffhead yeah. yeah like you mean the lazier one the only one that really pulls off is Gary Ablett, let's be honest. Yeah, well, it's, it's a different kettle of fish, isn't it? It's like saying you shouldn't shoot threes from halfway. <laughs> Unless, Unless you're Steph Curry. Curry. Yeah. <laughs> then you can shut your mouth. But uh, I was trying to kind of tell you the dogs did get let back in the game in the last quarter. Yeah, but bit. the Eagles did fade off a little bit and it really could have been a demolishing if they had really put their foot on the throat. But it was always going to be like, a, with that forward pressure, a, a front-heavy attack on the Bulldogs and they're always going to run out of steam towards the end. It's a matter whether you could weather that storm. Mm. The rebound through McGovern too. That was fantastic. Yeah, Ten marks he got. Yeah, big grabs. And yeah. uh, some some of them were really nice pack marks. And he was just a monster back there. Yeah. And that's always going to play well. And especially when you've got Eastern Wood who can do the opposite yeah. at the other end. And he tackled motherfuckers too. Yeah, which needs to happen. Um, on to the other game at the MCG. The Crows by two goals over Carlton. It's a rough couple of weeks for the Crows. Um, they've lost to 17th. And then coming up against 17th again, they've got up by two goals. Yep. But a win's a win, isn't it? Exactly. And I feel like the scrutiny for them has been not unjust, but it's been localised in Adelaide media who don't have a whole lot else to talk about. But um, had some big signings as well. I think both Crash brothers have signed on for another mm-hmm. few years. Texas yep. signed on for another few years. Sloan's in the bag as well. Yep. So I feel like they're, they're still travelling all right. You're going to have your bumps. You're not going to have a perfect season. So I feel like this is something they're going to better weather. Yeah, regardless of what happens this year, their window's wide open. Oh, yeah. 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 But the criticism is that Sloan can't handle the hard tag. Which he can't. Well, and that's finals. They're, it's going to be harder than yeah. ever. 
But that's about the rest of the team stepping up and picking up that slack. It's not yeah, so no, much absolutely. about Sloan I'd, having to work through it. I'd still like to see Scotty Thompson come back in. I, yeah. I, I don't know how yeah, he's going too. in the sample, though. So, mm. um, yeah. you know, there's should uh, have a look at that first. Um, if the season started at round 12, Liam Jones would be All-Australian's uh, uh, halfback. That's scary, huh? That's My scary. God, how good are his hands? Yep. It's been crazy. It's I, almost like like the opposition are picking him out and yeah, kicking it to him. He's reading the ball so well. Yeah, he'd never read the ball when they were trying to kick no. it to him. And but the thing is, they had Menzel there before as well, who was like the key backman. But yeah. now that, that's not working out. So <laughs> they got Jones, who's actually stepped up. Mm. Which I, I picked him as the athletic person that was never going to find his way in AFL. Yeah. Yeah, but he, he has. He was a punchline to a joke. Yeah. Um, at, at the start of this year. Yeah. Now I cannot think of any player ever to turn their career around so quickly, especially at half back. Especially uh, the Carlton. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Um, Usually, Carlton players need to go to another club before they <laughs> turn around like this. I know. Uh, I know your mate Burton might have the rising star almost stitched up, but uh, Greenwood, he's going to get a nom if he hasn't already. Uh, yeah, I haven't seen the nom come out today. Uh, no, he's, he's far too old. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah. He's, he's like twenty four or something. Ah, I just remember balls. that. Yeah, um, eight kids. But besides that, <laughs> yeah. Well, if he was eligible, he'd uh, category B rookie. There you go. Yeah, yeah. He's um, basketball background, like they keep telling us. But yeah, yeah I'm, I'm nearly certain he was uh, mature age. Oh, well, there you go. So he can't get nominated. But never mind. But it's still. Uh, but good, if the rules were completely games. different, yeah, he he might have a chance in a wildly different if they were completely different just for him. Yes, <laughs> if it was census rules, where you could nominate whatever religion you want. Uh, if he was right. born on the 29th of Feb, he'd be sorted. <laughs> uh, Josh Jenkins, too, I, I think he was uh, just about the difference in this one. Um, they didn't have an answer. Like, they, they tried to keep Betts quiet. They tried to keep uh, Walker quiet. Yeah. Did a fairly reasonable job on, on both those fronts. Yeah. Um, but Jenkins, then, he, he came up again. And that's the problem, was when your game plan is to keep their stars quiet, you've got to have some other stars that's going to take the pressure off of actually you being yeah. defensive. You have to be offensive at some point. Well, I think Betts kept himself quiet a little bit. He still had those uh, shots at goal that only he seems to be able to do frequently, but he, he missed, uh, I think, four of them. He's missed a few lately. Yeah. And look, it's, it's just him coming back to the pack. i got to say, I, I know Adelaide fans would love him to be written off right now. Because yeah. then you know what's going to happen yeah. next week. It's like, yeah. oh, there's goal of the year. Thank you. Steph yeah. Curry all over again. Yeah. When all of a sudden he stops missing threes from halfway and shit. And like, ah, oh, he's lost it. He's, he's lost useless. It MVP bullshit. Yep. And then, yeah, they were in the finals and not lose a game in the finals <laughs> yeah. for like 25. They lost in a one. Yeah. One game in the entire finals. Yeah. It was Ridiculous. good to see Big Tex too take a mark uh, about 60 out. And then wind it back, do a bit of candy around the mark, and then just fucking bang. Um, really, he is the absolute barometer of that team. Uh, even when he's not hitting the scoreboard himself, yeah. he's setting other people up. I'm still going to go with Sloan on that one. Yeah, <laughs> but I still like the way no, that he... He'll... He's the most impactful Sloan, yeah. but in terms of you want to know how the team's travelling, you look at Tex Walker. He's got no problem taking the off-field pressure on his shoulders as well, which is very important for a yeah. captain. Yeah. Um, he seems to make he'll make slip ups off the field you know mucking around on Twitter and that kind of stuff and he goes oh well yeah hey, you pick. need it like, so I love his ribbing of Kane Corns it's been fucking hilarious <laughs> <laughs> and let's be honest Kane deserves it yes yeah exactly he's fucking shocking <laughs> yeah uh, his Twitter feud with Kyrgios was the best. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Highlight package. No, until Dangerfield jumped that, in, then you're like, uh, he was handling this well on his own. Just, uh, just was that Kyrgios, yeah. was it? Mm. Uh, I was going to say, I thought it was Joe Ingalls, but I think he had a go at Joe Ingalls as well. I probably did. he really? But anyway, and, uh, I bet he regrets that now because Joe Ingalls, I think, is earning more than an AFL club. He's just signed a $53 million deal over four years. Yeah. I think Paddy Mills was $40 million. He was even bigger, yeah. Yeah. But I love Bogut's tweet was like, sweet, we can go to Ray Better restaurants and play credit card roulette now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Gary Ablett finally played his 300th um, and they got up over north. Lindsay Thomas with the late inclusion. I have no fucking idea what that's about. Like, how can it's, you go from the VFL to the AFL when you've just spent half the time, suspended? No, more than half, all a- barred about... 28 minutes suspended. Yeah. Uh, um, that's it. He skipped the VFL this time around. They said, that's your problem. You keep playing yeah. there and getting it reported. And they yeah. tried something new with him. They threw him in the, the back line. You know what? Yeah, we, we watched this game um, uh, together and I really liked uh, Brad Scott's performance. Not mm. that North were never really in it. I mean, they still scored 99 points. Yeah. But he was trying things. He was moving things around. Yeah. Well, did he try and bring Proust in the team? No. No. Yeah. Well, he, he, he's got an elbow <laughs> issue at the moment. Um, but even one arm, I think tennis still elbow. Yeah. Rubbing one out, but um, sounds like uh, a play for draft picks to me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going to go into bat for Scott on this. Um, I did have a discussion uh, on uh, Twitter about this. 
He is with who? An underrated quote coach. Uh, all the North supporters, so four people. Like um, you look at some of the things he has done, uh, things like putting Tarrant backwards, uh, backwards in the back line. <laughs> Just face the other way, can't. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been a good idea. But um, he was a bloke who was almost surplus to requirements. Yeah. Uh, and throwing in the back line, he is at all Australian level. I don't yeah. think he's made all Australian noms somehow. If they, but they phenomenal. He could be like the centre half back, only like ousted from rents. Like that's the only one that's going to really take that position. Yeah, I, he's, I don't know how he's not in the fucking squad to be honest. But uh, he wasn't last year. Uh, brilliant move. Lockie Hanson floating around the back line when he was competing with Petrie for the forward spot. Yeah. Not as much return in the last season or two, but great idea. And then you've got um, the fact they were able to push so deep in September with two prelims with the team they had, which was probably the eighth best team in the comp. Uh, I think he's underrated in what he's been able to achieve with the list he's got. Yeah, uh, that's probably fair enough. Yeah. I, I wouldn't talk too much about the Lockie Hanson one. Yeah. You were on a winner with a Tarrant one, but the Lockie... No, Hanson... He was leading yeah. the league in contested marks uh, yeah. in 14, I think it was. Yeah. But uh, 16, 17, he hasn't been great. Yeah. But uh, he, he was a spectacular talent back in that day. See, I feel like Cunnington has been the real force across halfback by trying to pretend he's Glenn Archer. <laughs> <laughs> he, he does love that, doesn't he? Yeah, went to the bees and punched some, <laughs> some motherfuckers. <laughs> but uh, i got a lot of time for Cunnington. He, he doesn't pretend to be anything he's not. He yep. decides, I'll put hands in faces. Either in the form of a fist or a don't argue. Either way, it's all good. Uh, managed to drop, uh, was it Bernie Vince, with a nice liver punch. Yep. Uh, you know, you get a match for and that. What but... opposition player wouldn't want to drop Bernie Vince? Well, let's be, let's be honest. Quite uh, a few. Fair, fair cop there. But... And, I, and I don't think you needed to say opposition. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's not encompassing everybody. Um, but, you know, I, I don't think uh, he's going to put his hand up to be... Uh, all Australian coach or anything, but I think he's definitely he's definitely above the worst. <laughs> I hope he does put his hand up and is gutted when he doesn't get accepted. <laughs> no, and they announce him, bullshit. They announce him. Yes, you've got it, and he's like, yes, 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 yes. yes. And then he looks up, and Chris is up there, <laughs> already taking it. He's like, you motherfucker. Anyway, want to recap? Um, if you were picking a side right now, you had a choice of either of the Swallow brothers. You take uh, Junior at the minute, wouldn't you? Well, there was that key moment where uh, Andrew Swallow is running out of back and he's just taken too many steps to make his mind up. Gets beautifully tackled by his brother. He, he struggled this year too, hasn't he, uh, Andrew? Has he spent a couple of weeks in the VFL? Yeah. Well, the, the problem he's had is that his foot speed's not there uh, and his disposal decision-making isn't there either. Yeah. Uh, and part of that too is mental. Like, he's not backing himself to go the, the proper option first. Uh, he's been taking the third option and sometimes there's been time for it yeah, like the old saying goes that he's taking the third of two options and that yeah. kind of shit um, I, I actually do have a lot of time for Swallow as well he, he's an underrated tackler most of the time he's not a Cunnington because no. Cunnington fucking destroys people but uh, very hard working tackler just he's not quite fast enough not quite clean enough and I think I called it at the start of the season he's a less clogger yeah, he, he still is yeah. um, I think if he can go to the Gold Coast and North can get anything <laughs> That would be a great result for North. Yeah, I, I can't see you getting much back from him, though. Not, not at this... I mean, how old is he? He's not that old, is he? No, he's uh, 27, 28, somewhere 28, in there. 28, yeah. Um, but, you know... He plays older. <laughs> still get something from him. Um, yeah, not much. Better than pick 88, I reckon. Oh, for, uh, I reckon it's touch and go, I'll be honest. <laughs> um, I reckon they can get something for him in anything. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, this is about where... Everything that uh, North could get out of the game, they did. In terms of they tried new things, they're yeah. trying new games. They know they're not going to be making finals. I don't think it's even mathematically possible anymore. Um, Magic Door had another quiet one, but they're just going to be uh, putting players in new positions, seeing what they can do right now. And what new position has Magic Door got? Uh, Bulldogs not guilty. Yeah, uh, he's surplus to requirements. Well, he kicked a goal. Yeah, but, but uh, well, Brown played better and Wait played all right too. So I mean, you got Wait on the wing. Wait yeah. on the wing was uh, fantastic until he did a calf, um, which is kind of you know if you can get uh, two hundred straight minutes of Wait, it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. But uh, you need about three weeks to accumulate that. Sorry, he'll be right by finals. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, big Tommy Lynch though um, it was unstoppable uh, at times and looked like he wasn't uh, wasn't in a canter. Even that, spent some time down. That dribble back. goal was bullshit. Yeah, he's uh, that's right. not doable. Kicked five goals and spent time, you know, as a loose man in defence. Um, yeah. It's not a bad little outing from the uh, co-captain from the Suns. Um, North, though, too many forwards. 
Oh, oh, back to North, sorry. Yep. yep. Well, <laughs> no other media is talking about him. Um, <laughs> wait, uh, do you reckon he'll be there, there next year? Yeah, I think he's. I think he's got to. Uh, I don't know. You've got um, if he wants to pull the pin. Yeah. I mean, he's got enough injuries to. Yeah, It'd to be great about. if you didn't need him. Yeah. But it looks like he might. Well, I, I don't think so. Uh, Magic door, I think will go. Uh, I think he's he is contracted to next year from memory, but oh, geez. Uh, they've got Nick Larkey in the VFL that's averaging five goals a game. So you've got to give him a spot at some stage. Ben Brown's not going anywhere. Uh, Mason Wood and Taylor Garner are young enough and uh, agile enough that they'll be in the forward line option. I don't know if Goldstein will be there next year, to be honest. Well, yeah. I th- honestly, it'll be a tough call, but I think now's the time to trade him. He's yep. still got quite a bit of value based on the fact he was the premier ruckman was, a couple of years yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Um, if he can reclaim a portion of that form, any team would love to have him. And look, I think you pick up a nice little uh, Adelaide Crow midfielder for a Goldstein. I think they could really use him in their, their game plan. Well, I'd take Jakey Lever. But uh, also, actually, it'll be interesting. Million to, dollars. <laughs> <laughs> be interesting uh, next year because John Blakey's son uh, is going to be coming up. And apparently he's a superstar. But he's eligible for Brisbane because John Blakey <laughs> played Fitzroy. North, and also he's an academy player for Sydney because John Blakey's one of the coaches there. One of the coaches there. Well, it's going to be, yeah, oh, I'd like to see everybody put a bid in. I'm sure Sydney <laughs> is stoked about that. Um, all right, on to the, oh yeah, uh, Gold Coast uh, with the other team in that game. Um, <laughs> on to the Giants and the Cats playing out a draw. It, it, it is funny whenever draws happen. Um, I fucking called this. Because it's... Uh, Obviously, two points each, but there is one team that would be more happy with a draw than the other. Yeah. I think this is Geelong. I think yes. they did well to push them to a draw up there without Selwood. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. The fact that Dangerwood got 120 possessions <laughs> yeah. was just 40 ridiculous. Yeah. With, with a 45. team like, like GWS, who have got enough great midfielders to be able to sort of be able to pick up the offset of having someone tag Dangerwood out of the game and still be able to have a very functioning, very dominant midfield as well. Yeah. Yeah, Dangerfield still steps up. It's ridiculous. 25 contested possessions. Yeah. yeah. That's well, fucking like phenomenal. They went into the final siren. Like, ahead, well, I think, like towards the like the last half well, of the last half. Well, I mean, it was a draw. So, final siren, uh, once it sounded... Uh, well, I mean, were, what I was trying to say was they were ahead. <laughs> Geelong were behind... Good those ahead. When the siren went, Geelong were behind by a point. And yep. uh, Tommy Hawkins... When he lined up, he was never going to kick that goal. I don't know. I was, no. I, was, I was watching with Dad, and I'm like... He's missed this already. Yeah, like, it's it's not going anywhere near it, and it's very rare that you see a, a shot after the siren shanked like that. But it was just an absolute shank. Yeah, it snuck in for a point. Well, did yeah. you see what they uh, they said? It was because the umpire's whistle. Oh, yeah, yeah. He of course was, it was whistling as he kicked the ball. Shut the fuck. Up. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. he usually plays in front of fucking ninety thousand yeah. people. That's a Travis yeah. Cloak excuse. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think Tom Hawkins didn't make that excuse himself. I, I think <laughs> other um, people were just. No, nah, I'm dobbing him in. I reckon he did. <laughs> Um, although uh, you talk about spending time in the VFL I think his facial hair needs some time to develop in the VFL (laughs) he needs to hand it over to like you know um, somebody else the chin strap yeah it's uh, it needs work is all I'm saying it's Um, very Western Sydney though (laughs) uh, a lot of people were uh, really looking forward to Wiley Buzzer making his debut I can see why Um, on name alone uh, yeah which uh, even since, ever since he was drafted, people were all about it. Had him on the coach team every year. <laughs> <laughs> um, although I'd seen his photo on the draft and laughed at the name and that kind of stuff, I never knew he was a tall forward. I always no, thought he was yes. a small crummer yep. or something. <laughs> I don't know why. It just seemed like it. Just yep. while he buzzed. Yeah, you run around. Buzz like, around. It's a cool name, but it's not a cockatoo Collins. No. So good luck with getting the team. Um, but uh, anyway, he kicked a couple of nice goals. Uh, it l- looked all right. Yeah. Uh, but he is, you know, he's not best 22 for him. No. Yeah, young uh, young Boomer Kelly. He, he was a bit wasteful. <laughs> Twenty five handballs out of his thirty three possessions. He he could have done better. That might have been it. But I do feel like this was a, a moral victory um, for uh, Geelong. Yeah. But um, with Adelaide having such a great percentage, it's great for both teams because it just takes that out of the equation now. Mm-hmm. For GWS who are sitting first. And hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
Finding your perfect home was hard, but thanks to Burrow, furnishing it has never been easier. Burrow's easy-to-assemble modular sofas and sectionals are made from premium, durable materials, including stain and scratch-resistant fabrics. So they're not just comfortable and stylish, they're built to last. Plus, every single Burrow order ships free right to your door. Right now, get 15% off your first order at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's 15% off at burrow.com slash ACAST. Blade second and uh, Geelong third. Did you see old uh, Razor Ray? See his little clip this week? No. Um, you know how the umps can... Normally, they'll grab a, a drink from the uh, runners of the teams. Yep. Yep. He's uh, Patton. He's in there getting a drink, and Razor comes over, sort of grabs a drink off the runner as well, and then has a bit of a cheeky wink to Patton and gives him a punch in the arm on the way. He's like, on your mate. <laughs> Fuck you see Patton just look at him just go, Fuck, what are you doing? Pick, <laughs> I will pick my teeth with you. Cool story, bro. <laughs> you know you get the little kids that come and go, like, Hey, bros, how you yeah, doing? How you, you doing, like, man? How's your weekend? Fuck off. <laughs> and just, it was funny as hell to see Patton's reaction. And then he sort of turns back, sort of runs away, looks back at him and he's like, Fuck was that? <laughs> Last free kick you get, cunt. <laughs> Um, do you make anything of the last deliberate out of bounds decision? Yeah, there. Yeah, me too. And yeah. I don't think it was a bad kick by the Giants. No, no. Was, was it Heath Shaw? Heath Shaw. You was. take that. If it's out of bounds uh, on the full, that's dumb because yeah. you haven't got enough ground. But uh, you, for a start, you put the decision to the ump. Yeah. And I think it was the right decision to make. But it's also the right decision to make to kick it along the boundary line because if yeah. that, yeah. if you kick it along the the middle of the ground it's coming straight it's coming back. straight back at you and it's a fucking goal and yeah. at least this way you got a couple of seconds to reset and yeah. they yeah. they didn't reset properly which is no uh, left hawkins with a one on one probably yeah. had to try and go a little bit longer along the boundary but you know some well, if it's you an hit, oblong fucking ball and you never know what it's going to do it if can he bounce right it, back in if he could kick it 80 he would have kicked it 80 yeah, yeah. but yeah. he kicked it as far as he could and i think knowing full well this is going to come back it's a free kick but yeah. still I reckon the right decision they just no, they need to put two men yeah. on Tommy Hawkins so we're going to kick it straight to the umpire <laughs> just put the blame on him <laughs> alright on to the power and the Tigers what a win by the Tigers it's one of their better wins for the year yep I was struggling like like looking at the halftime score I was, I was thinking this is going to be ugly in the last half because we have not managed to run out of game but no. Port yeah. Port gave this up with their very poor disposal in the last half. And also, like, they were shocking. shithouse. They were five goals, 11 to half time. Yeah. Uh, that That's terrible yeah. shit. Yeah, but three goals, eight ain't much better. Yeah. No, it's not, but it is better. <laughs> but it's, from, from, it's the defense, better enough. from the defensive side of things, like we managed to pull Dixon downfield, which he should not be downfield yeah. ever because his skills are horrible. Well, that's the other. Even um, his kicking a goal was horrible, yeah. but that's yeah. where he needs to be. The other amazing thing about the game was Rance got beaten. Yeah, and exactly. repeatedly yeah. beaten. He got, he got tagged. Yeah. Um, he just. He got beaten time and time again. Yeah. It's uh, funny yeah. to see... Like, he did get beaten, but he took two players. Uh, yeah. It was funny to see someone tagging him to stop his intercept possessions. Yeah. But Grimes stepped up as always made a huge difference. That was the yeah. other thing. Grimes, um, his decision-making... Yeah. Uh, actually, for the last couple of years, uh, besides his uh, injuries, yeah. whenever he's played, he's been such a solid contributor down back and yeah. makes smart decisions. Yeah. Um, him and... Rance is by far the best backman or you know key position defender in, in the league. Yeah, but they together they are the best duo going yeah. down back. Yeah, the only thing that shat me was I didn't see Powell Pepper and uh, Dustin Martin go for a double fend off or anything. Well, it was close. Well, it was one close. each. One yeah. each. They were. Yeah. It was uh, well documented. They were one <laughs> each. Yeah. Um, when they when they had a go at it. Um, the only thing is, like I love that Powell Pepper is going for the fend offs all the time. Uh, yeah. As he matures, he'll go for. Something else off the fend off afterwards, like <laughs> yeah. try and actually hurt people, like a front kick with the ball, um, as opposed yeah. to everyone going to fend just, off. Yeah, just running with it and doing fuck all. Well, maybe his contract incentivizes it, so uh, he's just trying to rack it up. And big Dan Butler with maybe goal of the week as well. Yeah, Didn't what he, a run! What yeah. a run! And especially just the the audacity to deny Dusty, who's free in the forward line, <laughs> yeah. an open kick. Audacity's one word. <laughs> yep. yep, he's yeah. fucking walking home. Yeah, but I thought this was a, a like. A four-quarter from the Tigers, but the, the power, I think, really let this one go. Yep. It was almost them in the last half doing what Richmond usually do, is have that mm. real high-pressure, high-running uh, first half of the game and not being able to close it out. Whereas the Tigers were almost reactive in that first half, which might have played to their benefit because they had a lot of gas in the tank for that last half to be able to get on top. And it showed from there, be, be able to run through the middle and from the half-back line, which was killed Port at Port's own game, yeah. which is crazy. So I think uh, Nankovic has had a great season, but Paddy had him to add him. 
at this game. He's yeah. been beaten, I yeah. think, more often than not in the last month. Yeah. Um, before that, he was he was doing brilliantly. Mm. But yeah, Paddy's athleticism was too. Yeah. Good. Maybe Nanks just come back to where he actually is. Uh, yeah. a, a little bit. Well, he has been against second string ruckman quite a few times. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Paddy Ryder, phenomenal athlete. Uh, had less possessions, seventeen to twenty-one, but m- uh, better kicks and. Uh, Pants have been hit out. It's 42 to 28. Yeah. But I think for the Tigers, the real key for their season has been that when someone has an off day, someone's picked up the slack. Yep. Mm. And I think Caddy was awesome around the grounds yep. when usually he's been pretty average. Lambert as well. Lambert, oh, Lambert's been like an uh, instrumental player for the Tigers. I think he had one of his better games too. Yeah. Yeah, me um, too. And interesting, like Chad Wingard had 39 touches, 27 kicks. Really? I don't... Yeah. Again, I didn't I have see what him. he did. I think a lot of those were clearance kicks. Maybe. I, I, I'm not sure, but... Yeah. I was just looking at the stats then, and I'm like, yeah, I thought he played okay, but... I, th- I was more worried about Wines in terms of his ability to create play, yeah. whereas Wingard seemed to be just... It was Wines and uh, Trengove. Bang. Yeah. Wines and Trengove. Trengove was best, for, best for him by far. Yeah, for, for Port Adelaide. Like, Trengove really did a number on Rance, and yeah. Rance uh, was a little bit susceptible to his, not flopping, but trying to play for free kicks, and ones that trying to make a free kick out of something that's maybe questionable. I think he was just beaten hands down. It's no, amb- it wasn't flopping, it yep. was, I've, I've just, I got pushed over. It's yep. ambitious for a backman to play for free kicks. Because yeah. yeah. you, you get it wrong, and they've got a goal. Yeah. You get and it like, right, and you might avoid a goal. And I'm okay with that. Like I'm okay with that sort of that sort of way of looking at the the interaction between yeah. forwards and backmen. Oh shit! If you're if you're a backman, do everything you can because yeah. all the rules are against you. Yeah. Um, the one player who does need to pick up for the Tigers, I think, is Edwards. I yeah. Mean, he's, his output's been very much down yep. this year. See, he had one of two good good passages of play, but I think with um, Castagna as well picking up what what he's capable of doing and getting a more sort of not dominant but more in, involved role with running through the center. Yeah. I think it's made a huge difference. Him and Lambert. Have almost pushed pushed um, Shane Edwards out of his role. Um, Post match, Ken Hinckley said uh, words to the effect of, uh, "It's fair to call our Port Adelaide pretenders." Now he didn't say those exact words, but yeah. he said, "You know that that tag." Hey, that won't just... stop the media. Yeah. Yeah, putting those words yeah. in his mouth. All I want to say to Ken Hinckley is, I'll call him whatever I fucking want, mate. <laughs> don't you go telling me. Don't you go giving me yeah. permission. Matter of fact, that kind of ruins it for me if you do give me permission. Yeah, I'll exactly. call him whatever the fuck I want. Like I've come with a new name now. <laughs> Uh, the cunts. Um, <laughs> Essendon and Brisbane at the Etihad Stadium. I wrote this off, this game. I thought it was, don't bother. Um, Brisbane have got too many injuries to key players. Essendon are you know, yeah. smarting after losing one they should have. But uh, when the res- I was listening to the radio and they were doing the scores, like Brisbane coming back, coming back. I was at the Hawthorne-Collingwood game and I thought they should have put the result up on the screen. You'll make everybody <laughs> in this ground happy. <laughs> Be sixty thousand going. Give me a little beauty. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest cheer of the game. <laughs> it's, it's, it's almost a shame Brisbane don't get uh, enough media exposure because this uh, this young lad Zorko, I think it must be his first season or something. Um, he, he can go all right. He might go somewhere. I tell you, what, you, you want to say that uh, Greenwood could be a chance at the Rising Star, but uh, unfortunately he's not uh, eligible. Hipwood is. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, he's going to fall short, I think, but. God, based damn. on wins and losses, I think. Oh, he has got some talent in him. Yeah. Um, and uh, he's got some height. Obviously, he's very lean, but geez, he can move. Yeah. Four goals. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and they were qualities. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some of, like, especially young players who it's not about physicality, it's about just reading the ball. Yeah. Like, that's something they can't really be taught. That's something you've got or you don't. And so those players always been sought after, especially where you just need one big, powerful full forward and you just need small crummers or midfielders who run forward and then like take care of the rest when it hits the deck. Uh, Lions win by eight and Joe Danaher kicks three goals, four from at least eight shots on goal. Yep. Well, I've never really been a... Uh, I never bought into the hype of Joe Danaher, to be honest. I thought he's got the potential, but he hasn't shown it yet. See, that's the problem. He was saw potential and they went, he's going to be this. Yeah. I felt the same way and then I was willing to admit I was wrong after you had that patch of form. Now I'm kind of uh, thinking... Yeah, see, I'm more stubborn. Yeah, he still had seven scoring shots, and like I said, more than seven shots on goal. But seven scoring shots is a good outing. Yeah, it just hasn't converted. Um, you He's know, a bit of a casbolt. I don't know why, but he reminds me of like a cross between Ned Flanders and Goofy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. I can <laughs> see that. Like sometimes he kicks a goal. Like, Golly gee, that one went through, did it? Hey, do you see? I, I got it. I kicked it. I did. <laughs> Maybe throw in a bit of homeless wine out to go with it. Like falling ass first into like success, yeah, more or less. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Like a little bit of Jar Jar Binks yeah. thrown in. But I think the measure. most successful thing of this was how Brisbane won it. Like coming back in the last quarter, I think showed uh, determination that they maybe aren't warranted to have. 
Yeah. Almost like they should have given up by this point, but still fighting out a game which was should have been lost at three-quarter time. Um, McCluggage as well. Uh, see the number two draft pick from last year. Yeah. Um, he's showing he's got that class there. He needs to develop, and he's probably getting a game earlier than the Lions would have liked. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, the, the talent's there and obvious from his uh, where he got drafted that uh, it would be there. Yeah. Um, McDonald, Tip, and Woody. He was number three. Number three, was he? Yeah. There you go. Who had number two pick then last year? Oh. Who finished second last? Carlton. Yeah. Sure. I can't remember. Wittering? Yeah. Anyway, no, he was number one the year before. Yeah. Um, McDonald, Tip, and Woody kicked two goals, so he's only had six touches. You, I think that you, with a player that explosive, you've got to find a way to bring him into the game. Yeah. Like, and two goals, I think the goals were late too. They might have been the last quarter goals. Yeah. Um, I feel like he's someone who could benefit in that situation as being a loose man down back. Maybe. You really set up their their actual offensive structure. A Bashahooli style. Well, I hope he's a lot more successful than Bashahooli, but, you know. Um, and uh, besides that, there was somebody else who had a great game. Oh, Matheson stood up a little bit. Uh, Louis Taylor. That's it, yeah. I thought oh, his yeah. ball use was uh, magnificent. Yeah. Um, really didn't waste a possession. Actually, on uh, Bashahooli that I just mentioned, um, you see one of his character witnesses is in shit now. Yes. It's got a bit of media coverage. The most yeah. media coverage the Suburban League has ever, <laughs> uh, ever get, got. Yeah. Well, he does sort of have himself primed. Um, I can't, I've, I've forgotten his name, Fahoud. Um, uh, Ali Fahoud. Yeah, Ali or Ali Alin. Uh, I don't know, I'm probably going to fuck it up. Anyway, for, um, for those living under a rock that don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, pretty much... Uh, bit of a brawl gets going on in the uh, Northern Football in, League. In the fuck all grade. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and he's run on from about 10 metres away and King hit a bloke and uh, knocked him the fuck out. Now, when you're a character witness for Bashahooli who has done something not dissimilar, uh, probably best not to one-up him by making it 10 times worse and doing something yeah. that's far... But one of the worst things you can I've ever seen on... Uh, footy field on camera that wasn't not, in the Magic 80s. There's not that much difference yeah. between what he did and what Barry Hall did. For those that haven't no. seen it, and I don't believe there's anybody listening that hasn't seen it because it's been I going it's worse than what Barry Hall did, to I be honest. Who was the St Kilda player with the bowl cut? Robbie Muir. Robbie Muir, yeah. Yes. Robbie Muir. On, Spin around um, and knocked out that carton player. Yeah, exactly. It was almost like that style. Well, this was worse because the, the player was engaged in a bit of push up with another player and he just come in, blindsided him and belted him. Yeah. That's all it looked like. There was a bit of push and shove, and somebody threw in a tummy punch, and then he came in over the top. Um, like an AFL diversity yeah. um, ambassador. ambassador. Yeah. No, so manager. That manager, or yeah, yeah he's an important. employee. So the problem is that... Uh, what a fucking dumb cunt. In terms of ways to make the media fucking shit jack itself into an oblivion uh, of self-congratulatory orgasm, being... Uh, throw Muslim in there. like that. That's a headline that gets noticed. Uh, throw in uh, somebody who works for the AFL... And someone whose brother just took a $15 million golden handshake from Australia Post. And, and throwing coward punch too. I didn't yeah, coward punch as well. Uh, yeah, it's his brother, Ahmed Fahoud. And uh, you've pretty much got today, tonight's wet dream. <laughs> yeah. uh, they will be doorstopping him, asking him why he's taking jobs from Australians. It'll be grandma's protesting at Coles. See, yeah. what's funny is I'm a big um, proponent of what you do on the weekends, your business has got nothing to do with work. Uh, if he went out and got in a fight at a pub on a Saturday night, Nothing happens. Yeah. But immediately as I saw that, and they said he's the diversity uh, officer, whatever it is, I go, well, he, he's sacked. Yeah. Like, well, he I, I can't see why, yeah. how he cannot be. Well, he's... technically, he's in uniform. Like, he's wearing the it's... AFL insignia. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. But yeah. I just, I can't see it. Um, and he's he made a very teary apology in a press conference. I mean, that's all he can do. Um, but, you know, and obviously people are saying, oh, the character witnesses are... He can't have a character witness. Yeah. He walked up and punched somebody. And well, ran, actually. Video matters. Video yeah. is a great character witness. Yeah. It, well, you know, he's, he's a good guy. It, it's, hard to say, yeah. it's hard to say you wouldn't do that intentionally when you have done that intentionally. intentionally. Yeah. 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 He, I mean, Basha Hula, you can say, oh, I just spun around and I didn't realise yeah. he was there. I, I can enough. take that with Basha. He didn't mean to hit him in the face. But yeah. He meant to hit him, but he, yeah. he got him in the face. When you run 15 metres to blindside a bloke and knock him the fuck out yeah. and he wakes up and especially up when you set up on his blindside too that's yeah. the yeah. fucking dog part of it um, yeah it it, it, it ain't right it, it, it's not like I, you, I mean, you pushed him and then shaped him and went alright let's go cunt it's like you essentially went on his blindside and then clocked him and jawed him yeah, I, I mean, don't care such... if good bloke Nick Revolt does this yeah. that's career ending yeah. um, oh we didn't touch on the Nick Revolt one yeah, coming up yeah. that's why we haven't touched on it yeah. Yeah. Um, 
I'm in such two minds about it though because I, I, I feel sorry for you guy you're going to lose your job over something you did on a footy field at the yeah. same time you're obviously a cunt and you probably yeah. des- it, no, you deserved it Yeah, it's embezzling that's the way it goes yeah. And I would like to see the the longer part of the footage and see if anyone from the other team came up and clocked him back. Because I, I know, like in our country league, if that happened, then <laughs> it would have been on for young and all. It would have been like spectators over the fence. Anyway, um, he's going to lose his job well, over it and he won't be playing footy. Well, anymore. you mentioned yeah. that. Apparently, he has a previous history of jumping the fence because one of his uh, relatives was involved in an altercation in the in the bleachers. So, I'm anyway. I don't know the bloke. I'm suggesting yeah. maybe he has some anger issues he wants to get addressed, and I dare say that's number one on the uh, AFL list of requirements of keeping yeah. employed, maybe, maybe if he should, can. Maybe we should employ a bit more like stringent vetting process. Maybe. Anyways. Yeah. Um, I'm available to... for that job, too. <laughs> well, Google, man. Yeah, you're going to say, you won't punch cunts out. I'm pretty diverse. I'm pretty diverse, man. I, I'm like, oh, I hate everyone. I'll punch anyone, yeah. Um, Hawthorne and Collingwood at the MCG. I, I did uh, something unusual this one. It was the first time I went to the footy by myself yep. with the headphones in, um, set up in the top deck. I've got to say, not a bad day at the footy. Did you have a little footy record marking our possessions? Oh, I, I, I so should have. I wanted to bring a, a thermos and me binoculars too, but it uh, didn't happen. <laughs> I still remember the first time I went to the footy alone. It was when I didn't actually live in Melbourne and came down to visit the folks. And Essendon, uh, Richmond were playing St Kilda at Etihad Stadium. Right. And uh, I rocked up like just before the first bounce was going to happen and parked on Spencer Street in a, a two-hour parking <laughs> session. Two-hour parking zone. Right. I was like, ah, oh, fuck it. I can't be bothered to find like, a legitimate park. I want to get in there for the first bounce. It's ambitious. Yep. By halftime, I was like, wow, shit, two hours. Oh, my God. Better go get to my car before I get a ticket. <laughs> I was out of there when we were down by seven goals. Right. Mm. Um. I'll yeah. tell you what, I'm feeling pretty good about my round 17 for Bucks. I think he's he's, he's got to stay on. I think regardless, they're going to well, wait to the end of the year now. I'm I'm not so sure because um, there's a, a little birdie flying out that there's going to be a vacancy at uh, GWS uh, in their senior coaching power. Uh, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yep. Yeah. Uh, it's not Cameron. He's no, not going anywhere. No. So the two left are Dean Brogan and uh, I think Lenny Hayes is their midfield coach. Is he now? Um I'm pretty sure. So one of those two is going somewhere, or at least planning on it. Now, Dean Brogan, decent pickup if you're Collingwood, uh, and they're probably talking to Stuart Jew as well. Uh, or no, if you're a male netball no, no. team. It's 100% they're talking to Stuart Jew. Don't, <laughs> yeah. They've been talking to him for years. Don't yeah. worry about that. <laughs> but it's uh, whether Stuart Jew wants to pick that up. Uh, yeah, well, he, exactly. He's got some He's pretty interesting in GWS, though. Yeah. <laughs> um, so there's there are coaching movements in the offing, and if you're talking about coaches under pressure, going down the ladder list, oh, he's, uh, Bolton's, he's one. Bolton's safe. Oh, God damn, Bolton's no. safe. He's turned Liam Jones into an all-Australian <laughs> yeah. caliber. No one's going to Brisbane. No. Uh, Brad Scott should be safe, but, you know, whatever. Um, <laughs> and then you, you're up to Carlton. And, oh, sorry, uh, Clarkson. He's safe uh, for yeah. at least one more year. Uh, so Buckley's one of the most pressure. Uh, and he will know soon whether it's going to be happening next year or not. Yeah. Because uh, this week they play... Essendon. Essendon. That's going to be defining. And then week after, it's Gold Coast up there. They lose both of those. I can't see him coming up Monday. See, what I reckon is going to happen is uh, Collingwood have already told him, look, you're going to be coaching to the end of the year regardless, and we'll talk about it at the end of the year. I reckon they're going to go, what do you reckon, Bucks? Do you want to resign? And yeah. Bucks is going to go, you know, I honestly believe he's going to say, I am not good enough. My results aren't good enough. I want to quit before I'm pushed. I, I reckon he will resign. Yeah. And that's how they'll spin it. Yeah. Well, maybe that's the way it's going to happen, actually. I I don't know. I just, uh, I think Collingwood have a much better list than, where are they, 16th? Yeah, it might be slightly higher yep. than that. I'm not 15, sure. 15th. Like, they've but, got a better list than that. I think what people don't talk about is the injury list. The injury list is huge. They, and they, so there has to be a reason for it. Like yeah. when it's been that consistent over that many years, there has to be a reason for them being consistently injured and not being able to put their best team on the park. I think f- form fluctuates as well because they sometimes look like world beaters. Remember yeah. early in the season, they beat the Swans. and yeah. All right, Swans went 0-6, but geez, they looked good that day and they looked yeah. organized. Yeah. Um, here, look, another thing about this game was uh, why they lost this one. I think Clarkson was so much better than, than Buckley. Some yeah. of the things he did, I've never seen yeah. him do before. Yeah. Um, we talk about tagging Backman. He sent Taylor Duray to Jeremy Howe. Yeah. Like, Taylor Duray's never played forward in his life. <laughs> yeah. And he's kicked, I think he kicked the first or the second goal for, for the Hawks as well and made sure that Howe knew all about it. Yeah, um, he's, He played maybe the game of his career. Yeah, and that that's actually a very like uh, a good point was the fact that if you can just get in those heads of those players just once or twice and that affects the rest of the game. 
Especially yeah. making someone be accountable for another player when they're not I used to it. I don't get why Howe was used in the ruck. You've got Mason Cox there, who's seven foot tall. Surely, you know, you can keep one of your best marks well, where he's supposed to be. Or even maybe put Howe forward. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but w- what I did like about it was they've got a very young back line. And they went for, he's the senior one. All right, maybe Dunn's a bit older, but yeah. um, he is the leader in the back line right now. Yeah. We'll target him. Yeah. And, um, and it worked. Yeah, you have mm. to. Mm. Um, but where this game was really won was in the middle. Um, I think everyone would agree that Collingwood's strength is their midfield. Yeah. They got mm-hmm. smashed around the ball. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, Tom Mitchell in a good team, he's probably all Australian. But <laughs> <laughs> in Hawks, he's like, ah, oh, it's cool. Of course, someone has to get possession, so it may as well be Tom Mitchell. Like, it's completely underrated. Yeah. Um, I think he'll probably make the all Australian bench, which is really weird for somebody averaging 36 touches a yep. game. <laughs> yeah. But uh, that's the only player I, I, I see it going. Jamie Elliott got one goal, but really, not, not an impact on the game. The goal he got too was the one in the goal square. Um, yeah, where yeah. the other the work was done around him more yeah. or less. And look, probably rushed in on the team as well. Like they needed him to come yeah, back. Yeah. They needed other players like him to come back. So, so. but uh, Shellmakers had a better game than he did. Yeah, yeah. Shellmakers had a good game. Uh, yeah, kicked a, a couple of goals and could have kicked a couple more. But um, uh, I, I thought you know Burgoyne is backed up after his uh, brilliance last week. He was uh, a consistent four quarter effort from him this time. Yeah, which has been very rare in the Hawks this season. Yeah, absolutely. and Burgoyne's been the one where. You'd almost like, when the Hawks are, if you just looked at their win-loss ratio, you'd think that those old guys have to go. But Burgoyne's been enough that he's definitely got another season, another two seasons in him. He he might be in the top three or four for the best and fairest this year. Yeah, Mm. yeah. Um, Which means he's probably gone. Yeah. And uh, I thought Ben McAvoy as as well. He didn't get many touches, but uh, Grundy has been maybe the best player for Collingwood this year. Yeah. Um, He's he's all Australian ruckman. Behind Trelaw. Yeah, yeah, it's between those two, I think. Um, yep. I thought McAvoy had the better of him around the ground. And yep. For the first time, Grundy looked uh, panicked. Yeah. Made a few mistakes. Which we're waiting to see. Well, I fucking hope so, because he's only 23 years old. Yeah, he's, he's going to be he's a star. got a decade Who? more of this. Who is? Jesus. Grundy. Are yeah. you serious? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. Don't you listen to our podcast. God, we did this last damn. week. Damn. Yeah, I'm usually drunk, so <laughs> I just don't remember. It's still amazing. Yeah. still amazing, though. Beer of the week, on Apollo. Uh, <laughs> and uh, Daniel Howard did it. He had a great game as well. Um I think Ruffy. Ruffy's kicked uh, kicked two goals, um, but geez, at times he looked um, past it. Yeah, and I think it's just lack of options that kept him in a, in a job, and also the story. The story. I mean, that's, yeah. do, you, that, do you kill Bambi? When you're yeah. down, you need a story like that to be able yeah. to get people coming up to the games. Absolutely. And, so and I think it's like, been managed well, but and made him captain. But he hasn't missed a game this year, yeah. which says a lot for you know the old body holding up. But yeah. when you're you know, losing one-on-ones in the goal square against yeah. steel side bottom. Yeah, yeah, that's tough. Yeah. That's really tough, and it could be the sponsor. How do you how do you cut him? Like, uh, can you say, mate? I think your body's had enough. You can't come back from this. He's like, you know, you know what I did come back from? <laughs> well, fucking cancer. Fucking cancer. Well, that, that's I can come back from that. I can come back from this. Uh, I think you do the Ivan marriage, and you just put him on the out and say, look, here's your job is like <laughs> coaching these kids, and then you just wait for him to quit, yeah. as opposed to having someone going get punched in the face for telling him he doesn't have a job. <laughs> well. As captain, though. <laughs> They've done that. But anyway. Um, you right. So you're saying he's going to West Coast. <laughs> On to the, the final game. The Saints get up over the Dockers. I was uh, actually really excited watching this game in the car park. It takes fucking ages to get out of the yeah. MCG these days. Um, geez, the Saints should not have won this. Um, but no. Well, 12-17. They had the majority of the ball, but the cleaner play was um, from the Dockers. And... Michael Walters has put in the game of his career. Well, that's yeah, just it. It was needed the Saints to, versus too. Walters. He needed to as well. But After the Saints just didn't kick straight. Um, like, in all, in all honesty, they should be playing way better than what they're playing now. Yeah, like, yeah. their expectations for this yeah. season is way ahead of where they're sitting currently. So, you would have hoped that this game would have been a whitewash for the Saints. But mm. the fact it was competitive is all in Frio's favour. Well, the funny thing was uh, the Saints managed to win with Revolt kicking only 0-2 to to himself. Well, but he managed a, a nice score assist. A yeah, big yeah. assist, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, I've... This it, was Boomer-esque. 100% yeah. it was. Yeah. Rui's he's played 320 games. Yeah. Kicked, I don't know, let's say 600 goals. He's decided to cash in his chips and do uh, <laughs> yep. the one sneaky veteran move. I, I'm a big fan. I, I got no problem. I mean, he didn't do anything illegal. Yeah. No, he uh, just happened to do it to a bloke that's playing his second game. <laughs> I, I, I love an all-in bluff. I love an all-in bluff. So, for anyone who isn't living on planet Earth and didn't see it, 
memories taking a goal. I think probably what forty five out. Let's mark, call it a mark. Yeah. A little bit uh, closer. Mark, than that, yeah. yeah. Sorry. So about thirty dead in front. Oh, there we go. Um, the uh, I can't remember the free Old mate there. Uh, he's picked the ball up, which is probably dumb as an offender. You don't do that, mate. Second game. <laughs> you don't need to. You don't know yeah. anyone the ball. They can go fucking sort it themselves. And he's decided, you know, I'll throw it back. Uh, remember, he's walking with his back to the play. He's taking his 3K long run up. And uh, old mate uh, St. Nick, he's up waving the arms in the air, saying, throw it, kick it to me, kick it to me. And then when the ball's in uh, midair, he's moved out of the way and the umps just see it bounced at the wrong yeah. player's uh, feet. Yep. He's, so done the mat- he's done the mat at all. Yes, yes. The stupid thing is, though, even if he caught it, it's still fifty. Yeah. By the letter of the law. Yeah. yeah. However, this looks much better doing it this way. Yeah. Do you think he's done the Hulk Hogan? He's gone heel turn late in his career. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like it. In which case, I'm all for it. Yeah. This would be great. You should do something like this every Get week. Another two years out of your career. He, how can you be the golden boy when your cock is all over the internet? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> And especially that you're, if you're sending your cock around to your mates, then uh, some problems. Mm, my there. God, he's more like Hulk Hogan than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's the greatest. <laughs> Brother loves involved somewhere. Greatest analogy I've ever made. I didn't even realise it. <laughs> oh, I reckon we could convince him to get a skullet. <laughs> I can picture him. Well, that would look Photoshop awesome, that man. Shit. That would be German as fuck too. <laughs> <laughs> Just having a quick look. Who the Saints? They're playing the Tigers next week. I tell you what. Oh my oh, god! What can is he do? MCG or I reckon we all turn up with skulls. Please tell me it's on a Sunday. It is Saturday. Ah, oh, fuck! Both of you cunts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I hope he runs through that huddle at three quarter time. <laughs> I just I want him to I hope run he, with it. I hope he enters the ground by a zip line from up in the stands and comes down with a belt. Any wrestling fan can tell you if you're gonna go like your character, go with it. You gotta yeah. lick your character. Maybe chicken walks onto the field. <laughs> or you know what he should do? Put a Richmond Richmond tracksuit on and then yes. rip it off. You know, it's yes. like, ah, you thought it was oh, Jack. Brother. It's me. Oh, if he turns on his cousin, oh. a chair shot in the goal square. During his sister's yeah, game. The Maddie, yeah, it's the Maddie, Maddie match too. Maddie match. Yep. That's some Eddie Bravo oh, shit. God, if you go full, just go full heel. <laughs> Fucking, oh, I'd tune yep. in every week. I'd watch it on YouTube. I'd like him to take on some uh, WWE MMA style uh, turn heel little avenues no, at the press conference because they're going to have a press conference <laughs> Still with, with Nick and Jack <laughs> yes. and Jack and Nick should blame Jack for it yeah then cherry him in the face yeah fuck <laughs> it and, and then talk to him as he's lying on the ground it would be a packed you stadium. deserve this I wish you were the one that got cancer yes. oh fuck we call it the McGregor effect <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what you'd have 50,000 the place would be packed for oh, sure why don't they employ it's me it's to be all Tiger supporters but whatever <laughs> <laughs> alright let's move on to round 16 so I want to get out of here um, Crows Friday night at Adelaide Oval against the Bulldogs. I'm looking forward to this. Oh, I tell you what, the Bulldogs need to bounce back, but can you well, go past the Crows? The the game plan for how to beat Adelaide is out there. Tag the fuck out of Sloan. They've got probably four players that could uh, take that role. Um, Bring Libba back for it. Well, he's the one with nothing to lose, isn't he? Well, yeah, Crows. Yeah. Yeah, I think of the crows. I've uh, got the crows, but it's not not a certainty. The dogs could actually just have that running game that beats them. And just like you know what, playing finals is nice. Like, we should do that again. Plus, the crows <laughs> is, a, is a counterattack game. Yeah. So as long as they can set up behind the ball and not go all in on offense, yeah. then they they could win. Or well, Eastern would actually be uh, yeah. crucial in yeah. this game. I think. But I'm picking crows. Yeah, yeah, I'm on the crows too. Uh, Hawks uh, taking the Giants down to Tassie. I think that's the only thing going for Hawks is it's in Tassie. So, what but, stadium is US? Uh, is University Stadium? I don't know. Yeah. Is but it University it, in Tasmania? Yeah. Univers- they've, they've got school? University of Tasmania. <laughs> I, I think it... I, I don't actually know, but... It, actually, I, they've got it, a very good it, uh, it genetic engineering. To, like, <laughs> legit, they've got very good genetic engineering and biology. Because that's, that's where they grow all the opium for Australia. <laughs> they do, actually, yeah. It's... Yeah. Uh, and they, they love that shit. But, um, look, I think Hawthorne are definitely in this, being down there, but... I think GWS are going to start very short favourites. The Hawks have played above themselves the last two weeks. Yeah, They've done it right. I think GWS yeah. back, back I think, in form. I think McAvoy beating Grundy is, you know, him him getting above. Uh, yeah. He's not going to beat Mumford. Mumford will eat him alive. You know what? I reckon he's got a chance. I reckon Mumford's looking slow. He's looking but, slow, but, but he's looking 120 kilo. But then you've got Patton. You've got Lob. Yeah. Yeah. You've got everyone else. Cameron. There's, yeah. there's, there's some meat on those bones, yeah. and there is going to be some giants grinding bread. So is that three giants? Yeah. Uh Collingwood and Essendon at the MCG Saturday. I'm on Essendon just because I want my round of 17 <laughs> prediction to come you through. Got, you got two to go. 
I'm going to be honest, the only, the only sort of stat I'm looking for in this game is injuries. Yep. <laughs> I've, seen. I've got no yeah. problem with a nil-all draw. I do not care. I do not care. Um, the good thing is one team has to lose. Yep. That's, uh, that's the positive. Sydney and the Gold Coast Suns at the SCG. Could be interesting, this one. I think it could be, but I think Sydney just did too good a form. I'll tell you what, May on Buddy's going to be interesting. Yeah, I think Buddy's still going to have him. He's got him definitely in the athleticism department. I feel like Buddy can pull him downfield, and then what have what have Gold Coast got to back it up? Yeah, I think there's nothing left. So I, I feel like Sydney will win this probably by five goals. I'd like to see uh, Gold Coast take it up to it, but yeah, I think Sydney as well. Yeah, uh, the Lions and the Cats at I, the Gabba. I want to be excited for this. <laughs> <laughs> Try your best. I really, I really <laughs> want to be able to suck and back uh, Brisbane in because I think Geelong have shown they're a bit vulnerable. But the I, miracle on grass too. I don't know if they're that vulnerable. Um, I, I don't think Geelong are a, a major premiership contender, but I'm damn sure the Brisbane Lions aren't. Yeah, Even like, at the Gabba. I'd love to see them get up. Don't yeah. think it's going to happen. Yeah, so would I. I, I'm the same. I'm, I'm tipping uh, Geelong comfortably, and I'm very happy to be wrong. I just yeah. want a, a good game from this young Zorko lad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Saints and the Tigers, like we said, at Etihad Stadium. Um, I'm going for the Saints if Nick Rewalt comes out with a painted-on beard <laughs> <laughs> and a bandana. <laughs> And dark glasses that he wears <laughs> yeah. the whole, whole match. I hope Dusty comes in from parts unknown. <laughs> uh, I Tigers will destroy them. I honestly can't see them having an answer to the Tigers' pace, which is weird for me to say. Um, which probably means the Tigers will shit in the bed. But no, I think absolutely Richmond are on fire and they should be able to just dominate them. See, I feel like Saints rely on a forward-heavy structure where you need like three or four goal kickers for them to yeah. be able to kick a winning score. I feel like Richmond have the defence to be able to nullify that. I think so too. So I think it'll take it'll take four quarter from Richmond because we'll manage to fuck it up at some stage but we'll get on top of the end. North and the Dockers at Etihad Stadium. No Sandalands. He's done for the year. This is yep. a fight for, for draft picks. Let's it is. be honest. Yep. <laughs> um, I, I'm not going to turn up this game just because I don't want to play. <laughs> um, there, there could be a chance that they decide to throw me in ruck that's the worst part of pre-game entertainment when you actually win the contest for the, for the yeah. competition and it's like you go out there yeah. alright call the toss well, mate, hang on I'm not tossing the coin no no mate <laughs> no, yeah. you're captain for the day have fun well, Fuck, actually, all right. this is a danger game for North not in the wins or losses because you, who cares for yeah. them but remember they had the Friday night game that only 25,000 turned up to? Yeah. How about Sunday afternoon against Frio? Yeah, there could be just uh, giveaway tickets here. Uh, they're going to have to. Um, yeah, I'm not turning up. It'd be funny when the homeless were at a stadium actually giving away shit as opposed to asking for shit. <laughs> yeah, the only way I turn up is if Prius plays. Um, I, I'd also like to see... Uh, Nick Rewalt make another surprise entry from the stands. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just, I'm going all in on it. I want to see it happen. Right. Him and Jack. Jack does a heel turn as well. The Twin Towers. Um, Carlton and Melbourne at the MCG. I tell you what, Carlton a good chance. I think Melbourne are vulnerable. Eight. I think 16th they're all, versus 6th. I think could, they're in all sorts. This is going to be the best shit game of the weekend. Yep. Yeah, I, for sure. I think I'll Carlton be legit have them. Yeah, yeah I, I think so too. Carlton have got the better form. And I'll yeah. tell you what, I think Cruz is going to have Gorn. Yeah, I, I yeah. reckon so too. Yeah, I, I think so. I think I, I think um, Cruz will be in the ruck and then push down forward because I think he's a very good mark and he's good from about thirty out. Yeah, um, and West Coast and Port over at Domain Stadium. What a game! This I is think gonna this is going to be an absolute yeah. cracker. Yeah. This is a very important game too, as to who is actually going to have the real contenders for the top eight spot. Well, that both teams are wildly spot. consistent. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think West Coast at home. I think it depends on Kennedy. Yeah, if Kennedy plays, it makes a big thing. But yeah. um, it's going to be a battle of the shittest forwards because they got good forward line players that are playing shit. Yeah. Mm. So it's going to be who steps up. Um, yeah. I'm on power. I, I think they may just have a little bit too much intensity. I'm, wor- uh, I'm worried if Power Pepper tries to uh, don't argue Shannon Hearn. <laughs> he might. He might. Get, he, I mean, he's taking 16 <laughs> rounds, but he might get a lesson. Yeah. And if we come back next week and he has done it, then all bets are off. And I mean, all you need is a couple of grip-breaking lessons and don't argue it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. All right, so West Coast, Port and Ben? I got West Coast. All right, that'll do us. That's round 16 in the books. Um, we'll be back again next week to see if Nick Rewalt goes full heel. I'm really excited he, he for better. it. He better. He absolutely man. better. Yep. All right, bye. 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 Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game-changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware.